2022 ACB Virtual DC Leadership Meetings will be held Saturday, March 12th through Tuesday, March 15th. Registration is $20 for ACB members and $30 for non-members. ACB members were sent a discount code via email. If you're an ACB member and did not receive the discount code, please call the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. Registration closes March 9. Visit acb.org for more information or register at https slash slash tinyurl.com slash 2022-DC-Leadership-Meetings. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Getting Accessible Assistance for Microsoft Devices. I am your moderator today, Desiree, and soon I will be uh, letting Michael take over. But a few things, we are being streamed, so um, unless you have raised your hand, I need you to stay muted. A few reminders, please keep yourself muted, as I just said, unless you have a question or comment. Background noises can be very distracting, particularly if you're on live radio. When it is time to answer questions, I will give instructions on how to raise your hand and how to unmute. But, but when Michael asks for questions, uh, the Hall Foundation and Learning Center was founded in 1962 to serve people with vision loss. We invite you to join us at our beautiful campus just outside Portland, Oregon, at one of our Living with Sight Loss seminars, seminars or other getaways we offer throughout the year where you can take advantage of a sensory garden, hiking trails, and a fully stocked fishing pond. We also offer peer-to-peer support. And as you may know, many other weekly Zoom calls. At the end of the session, I will give you information about our upcoming retreats, along with upcoming calls and how to find out more information and get in touch with us. So you can get the emails and things that say, hey, we've got Zoom calls or other fun things. So get your note-taking devices, equipment ready for the end of the call when I give out that information. Without further ado, Michael. Yay, someone needs to talk to her and tell her that she needs to talk for another five or ten minutes to procrastinate my going on. But aside from that... Oh, I can do that. That's not a problem. (laughs) We all know I can fill that. Of course, (laughs) we're going to jump into it. And today I'm going to talk to you about uh, Microsoft accessibility. And I've recently probably over the last six months or so, become very impressed and excited about what Microsoft is doing with accessibility. Now, there are some accessibility uh, resources that are available that I will not talk about simply because I don't have experience with them. However, I will give you information about ways you can go get access to resources and information for these accessibility uh, items and how you'll be able to um, jump and and get help with them. Uh, So Microsoft Accessibility is a uh, resource. So let me take a step back. Microsoft runs the Microsoft Windows, which we all are familiar with. We've got Windows 10 and Windows 11 now. And today's demonstration that I'll be showing you in a few minutes will be with Windows 11 versus Windows 10 for full transparency. Microsoft also uses the or uh, Microsoft also has the Office suite of pack of software, including the Word package, the Excel package, PowerPoint, Outlook, and more. And some accessibility features are implemented, and ease of use features are implemented in these tools that we'll talk about too. 
Also, I'm sure there will be questions today. And ideally, I'd like to be able to get to your questions. So we will, as I said, give you a quick demo here in a moment. And then we will jump into uh, sharing some information and give you a couple of unique resources you can use to learn more about accessibility features. So I'm going to press a button. And uh, I always love doing live demos because chances are something's not going to work as I expect it to. So we'll give it a try in a moment. And I want to go ahead and show you something uh, just to hopefully get you a little excited about what Microsoft is doing. And I may not actually be able to do it because uh, it's not working properly. So uh, I will try oh, to get this a live demo. Yes, exactly. I will try to get this working while I am talking because uh, everyone knows I'm all about multitasking. So if you want to get started and get all um, contact information and resources for accessibility features with Microsoft and how you can use access technology with Microsoft tools, an important URL that you should remember is AKA, also known as, also known as, uh, I did not mean to do that. So aka.ms forward slash dad, D-A-D. And that will take you straight, should be easy to remember, but that will take you straight to the uh, Microsoft Accessibility Resources. And uh, with these Microsoft Accessibility Resources, you'll be able to find information about the Disability Answer Desk. You'll be able to uh, get information about how you can watch some of the pre watch or listen to some of the pre-recorded uh, accessibility feature webinars that Microsoft does. And you'll also be able to have an opportunity to uh, get information about specific tools that Microsoft offers. Again, that website, one more time, is aka.ms, so also known as .ms for Microsoft, slash DAD, D-A-D, Disability Answer Desk. And I will get this to Desiree, who will be able to send this out to you, this website out to you on the uh, after call notes. As soon as uh, the call is over, she'll go over those, that information with you as well. Um, I will not be able to do a live demo because right now I can only press certain keys on my computer. And that's what I get for using beta software while uh, trying to do a live demo. So we won't do the live demo of Narrator that I was going to give. Uh, but I'll, I'll explain to you what I was going to show you. Microsoft in Windows 11 has recently announced two new voices that are available for Narrator. There's Aria and Jenny. And I am... I first liked Aria, which again, I'd love to show you, but I can't. And uh, there is, uh, and then I've switched over to enjoying Jenny a lot more uh, for my needs on using Narrator. And Narrator from the Windows 98 XP days has come a long ways in being able to allow you to interact with your computer. At aka.ms forward slash dad or disability answer desk, so aka.ms slash dad, you can get information about how to use the narrator built-in screen reader. If you're on Windows 10 or Windows 11, the keystroke to launch narrator is control plus Windows plus the enter key which means you hold the control key down. You continue holding the control key down while you press and hold the Windows key. And while you're holding both of those with your left hand, you tap the Enter key with your right hand and Narrator will come up and talk. Unless you're Michael and you have way too many audio things that are connected and then your keyboard doesn't work. But in most instances, that will work just fine and you're able to get Narrator to come up. <clears throat> Excuse me. There is some help documentation available within the Narrator tool. And in order to get to narrator settings, you can press control plus windows plus N for narrator. Again, that means you press and hold the control key. While holding control key, press the windows key. And while holding both of those with your left hand, tap the letter N like narrator with your right hand. And this will bring up the narrator settings. The first time you launch Narrator, though, you will be given a box that tells you about keystrokes that have been changed, and you can mark a checkbox in order to not see that in the future. 
And you will also be given a uh, opportunity to configure Narrator the way you expect it to be, or the way you would uh, like it to be configured for use on your uh, for use on your computer. And again, this can work with your. Um, this can work with Windows 10 and Windows 11. Um, and the other thing that I wanted to mention is when you're running Narrator, there is a way you can uh, use the caps lock key for people who have already used screen readers or are comfortable with screen readers. You can use the caps lock key in order to um, use that as your modifier. And if you want to learn keystrokes that you can use or learn what specific keys do on your computer, you can press window or you can press uh, insert or caps lock key and the number one in order to uh, get the or press keys and see what exactly uh, each key does. Now, I was working some magic and I kind of was stuttering over my words because I really wanted to share this with you guys. So I'm going to go ahead and do it anyways. And I'm going to pick on the whole foundation website. So Desiree, I'm going to ask you in a moment if you can confirm that you can hear my voice. Of the whole fo Heading level two news. Can you hear that? All foundation heading level two is uh, news, actually, but uh, Enter, there you go. exit list. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and give you a quick demonstration. This is Jenny, which is the one of the new voices in Narrator. I'm going to use H for heading navigation. If you're a longtime screen reader, you know that that is a keystroke you should already be familiar with. Our mission, heading level two. And it says our mission. Now, I'm going to just read this mission statement real quick with caps lock down arrow. Our mission, the mission statement of the Oral Health Foundation for the Blind is to provide facilities, programs, and services, including social, educational, and recreational activities for people who are blind or visually impaired. Founded 1962, our philosophy is that everyone has a tremendous amount of potential. Therefore, and I'm going to go ahead and stop it because I wanted to show one other, I wanted to show kind of the similar uh, uh section with the other voice that is now available and i'm going to switch this over and you guys will be able to hear that real english, quick united and voice switch to microsoft aria natural english united states so here's aria and i'm going to have aria read the same thing that jenny just read so you can hear that real quick our mission the mission statement of the oral health foundation for the blind is to provide facilities programs and services including social educational and recreational activities for people who are blind or visually impaired. Founded 1962, our philosophy is that everyone has a tremendous amount of potential. Therefore, we strive to be a place where blind and low vision individuals can enjoy complete independence and foster lifelong friendships. All and I'm going to go ahead and stop it there and uh, switch back over to my primary screen reader, um, which I'm going to share a keystroke that saved me here in a moment uh, with people who are interested. But that is a brief demonstration of the new voices that are available in Windows 11. I'm super excited about that. And to me, having these new voices is just another representation that uh, feedback is listened to from Microsoft related to uh, accessibility and that people are open to uh, getting, uh, people are open or Microsoft is open to feedback from other individuals uh, related to the uh, Microsoft experience. So I'm gonna pause here for a moment while I, Try to get my Zoom back because that's what's giving me a headache. Uh, da, 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 da. Give me a quick moment. There we go. Ah, I've zoomed back. I feel I feel whole again. Uh, and so uh, Microsoft has a couple of ways that you can get in contact with them for accessibility support. This is if you wanted to get um, phone support from Microsoft, and you can also leverage your smartphone or devices in order to get uh, sighted assistance, especially for a screen that may not be reading properly. Uh, if you wanted to, you can call Microsoft Disability Answer Desk 
And you can uh, also use Be My Eyes. Now, let me tell you a quick story about Be My Eyes. One time I was having uh, some difficulties with doing, I forget what it was, but I was able to use the Be My Eyes tool and call someone. They were able to see through my phone and get access to my computer and help me with being able to get something uh, working. And, and, and I'm thinking about it. It wasn't actually with Microsoft Disability. It was with Google's Disability. And uh, they were able to help me with a Google Sheet issue that I was having. But the, the principle of the matter is, is you can use the Be My Eyes application, contact the Microsoft or Google Disability Answer Desk, and be able to uh, get the assistance you need in order to help with what's going on with your computer. Now, it does need to be dis disability-related or access technology-related. You can't call Microsoft Answer Desk and tell them, hey, I couldn't pay my bill this month. How can I get my Xbox working again? Uh, uh, that that would be a different department. But if you're having an issue with finding where to go to update your payment information, for example, then that is a uh, while using a screen reader, then that is a uh, a fair use of the disability answer desk. Now I'm going to give you this phone number, and it will also be in the after call notes that I still need to write up for Desiree. So if she hasn't gotten them, that's why. Well, and you need to get on that. <laughs> I, I have a I have a list for you. Don't worry. Uh, but I will give you this number now, and again, it'll be in the those notes and if anyone is, needs me to repeat it I can I can easily do that. So the disability answer desk phone number is 800 936 5900. So again that's 800 936 5900. You will be asked for some important information about what screen reader you're using, what version of Windows you're using, and what you're trying to accomplish uh, using the Windows-related products. The Disability Answer Desk is open Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, that specific time, and Saturday and Sunday from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time as well. So that is one way you can get in contact with them. And there is on the website, and I can give you the phone number uh, if you need ASL support, which is also available, and you can contact 503-427-1234. And again, this will be in those notes that I'm going to be uh, providing for after call. There is a live chat functionality on the Disability Answer Desk, and there is support 24 hours a day, seven days a week, if that's what you want to leverage in order to get access to support. Uh, we did mention the Be My Eyes application, which for those who don't know, is a tool that is free of charge and allows you to connect with volunteers to assist you with everyday tasks by using the camera in the back of your phone. But you be My Eyes has also partnered with major companies such as Microsoft to provide direct support for the products and services that you need support with. Now, I am looking... Oh, I have right now the uh, Disability Answer Desk website up. And I want to go over a couple of these categories of things that you can get support from uh, the Disability Answer Desk team. There's Windows and Office support. So if you need assistance with your Windows computer or Microsoft Office, you can get that support either by contacting or by uh, reading up some of the support articles that are available. Xbox accessibility. I have an Xbox in the living room now uh, because when you buy one gaming system and you have multiple teenage boys, they tend to reproduce quite quickly the, the the gaming systems that is and so we had one upstairs and then downstairs we ended up getting a new xbox and i'm super excited to play with it i have a couple of times been able to use narrator to go through and uh, find different things on the games or on the xbox system itself independently in addition there are several games out there now i can think of well several is a subjective number two off the top of my head right now and i know there's more that have built-in accessibility uh, in the games themselves. So that is super exciting that it, uh, gaming is becoming more accessible. And, and I'd like to attribute Microsoft to putting some energy behind making that... Uh, making that a more mainstream uh, option. There's a game that I need to go buy called The Veil, and it's an audio-based game that's available on PC and Xbox, uh, which brings accessibility to a more equal playing field for maybe a 
sighted person wants to play the game, well, now you as a completely blind person can also play it uh, as well. And there's Xbox support on the Disability Answer Desk. You can also get support for your Microsoft account, your Skype uh, tool, the Surface computers, and Enterprise has support for Microsoft Disability as well. Now, I'm going to give you a couple more references for getting support on Microsoft devices because thus far we've talked about Microsoft specifically providing support. And I uh, apparently have either FedEx or UPS at the house, so the dogs are letting me know. But uh, the I also want to tell you about screen reader support as well. Because on Microsoft products, you may not be using Narrator. You may be using JAWS or NVDA. And so if you want, you can get support from JAWS using Vespero's website and the JAWS built-in help topics. I'll tell you how to get to that in a moment. And then you can also get assistance through NV Access, which is the uh, organization behind NVDA. So if you're using JAWS and you want to get to the JAWS help topics, if you're using a laptop in the laptop layout, pressing the keystroke control shift caps lock in the letter J will open the JAWS uh, window. Now, I have JAWS running in the system tray, which means that uh, if I want to, I can just up and down arrow now. You may need to press Alt if you hear JAWS say JAWS Professional, JAWS Home, or JAWS Home Use License. Uh, and if you press Alt, you can go down to the Help submenu and press Down Arrow. And there is a very valuable tool called Command Search, uh, which is Insert Space in the letter J, or you can get to it from this menu. But the second option down is the training. And if you choose the training option uh, with JAWS, you're brought to the FS Reader and uh, the JAWS training contents is open. So you can go through and learn about JAWS, uh, starting with the basics, uh, getting started, working with dialog boxes, and uh, etc. Now, this is important, especially if you're a new, new Windows user. And I'll tell you how to get to the uh, NV Access if you're using NVDA. But if you're a new Windows user and you're talking to someone and they say, well, what does that dialogue say? And if you don't know what a dialogue box is, it may be important to have those basic details uh, down. So uh, again, if you're using a laptop layout, it's Control-Shift-Insert or Control-Shift-Caps Lock and the letter J, and that'll bring you to the JAWS window. And then uh, if you're using a desktop, you can simply use Insert-J to get to the JAWS window. Now, one thing that I, I told you guys I was going to mention to you earlier is uh, JAWS had kind of frozen up on me, and for some reason, my keystrokes weren't being interpreted. Uh, so I used Insert, Space, and then F4. So I pressed JAWS key plus space. I heard the little click sound, and then I pressed F4, and that restarted JAWS. So if you ever need that, that might be helpful to uh, someone as well. Now, NVDA also offers a user guide and quick reference. And there's also additional help on the NV Access website. If you're using NVDA, you can press JAWS key. Uh, you can press the NVDA key, uh, caps lock if you're in laptop mode, and the letter N like NVDA, and that'll pop open the NVDA menu. If you press the letter H for help, then the first thing that you hear is user guide. Pressing enter on the user guide will ask you how you want to open the user guide if you have multiple browsers. And I'll go ahead and choose the Microsoft Edge. And this brings you to a uh, user guide so you can get comfortable with using NVDA. Now, something I have recently purchased, well, I purchased it last year. I have recently started reading after purchasing it, is the NV Access team does offer the... Um, NVDA uh, getting started guide where you can also purchase this with more in-depth details on getting started with NVDA and getting started with Windows specifically. In addition, they do offer additional paid training material for Microsoft products if you need that. Now, let's loop this back to Microsoft because that's what we all came to talk about. Uh, if you are contacting the Microsoft Disability Answer Desk or you are getting support from Microsoft related to access technology, uh, they will ask you what screen reader you're using. And this is very important because I don't know the last time I contacted a technical support team and was able to get direct support by telling them what screen reader I was using. And they could tell me, okay, press... 
NVDA plus N to get to the NVDA menu. Go down to this section and open your preferences and make this change. And then you're able to access the uh, content you're trying to access on Windows. So that's very important. And again, I want to reemphasize, and we're going to ask for questions here in a moment related to any of your Microsoft queries, and I'll do my best to help you out. Uh, but if you have questions, go ahead and raise your hand and, and, and we will take your questions in the order they were received. But if you are uh, using Microsoft products and you are using Narrator, for example, then of course the support will be uh, superb there and you'll be able to get assistance with that. Uh, and in Microsoft Office, this is the last thing I wanted to mention. Um, if you know the command that you are looking for is there, but you don't remember how to access it, uh, one of the things you can do is tap on the Alt key and hold that down while pressing the letter Q. So that's Alt plus Q. And this will put you in a search field where you can type the name of the command that you're looking for. For example, in a class I was in recently, uh, we were being taught how to share or how to find the bullet point option to add bullet points to a uh, Microsoft Word document. And you can go through the ribbons to find the bullet point options. I believe it's under the format menu. I don't even know because I use the keystroke Alt plus Q like Quebec in order to type in bullet and then press down arrow and you hear bullet points and you can press enter and it adds the bullet bullet points to your Microsoft document. So that's a real quick way to uh, find a command that you may not know how to find in the menu bar. And I'm going to pause here, take a drink of coffee, and ask Desiree if we have any hands. We do have hands. And for those that do not remember, just a reminder, all of these are toggles. If you are on a PC to mute and unmute, it is Alt-A to raise your hand. It is Alt-Y. If you should um, be on a Mac, mute is going to be Command-Shift-A. If you need to raise your hand, then it is Option-Y. If you are using the app, mute. Look in the lower left-hand corner. If you need to raise your hand, want to raise your hand, then look under the more button, which is in the lower right-hand corner. If you are on a old-fashioned touchstone phone, which a lot of younger folks have no idea what it looks like, press star six to unmute and to raise your hand. It is star nine. And I will be taking questions uh, in the order of raised hands. So number ending in 054, would you say your name and then ask your question? Oh, and unmute. Yeah, my name. Oh, I'm, I have been muted. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, my name is Carol, and I I am the most probably the least techie person on this call, so bear with me. Um, I have used the Microsoft uh, Disability Line, and they are wonderful. They they are patient, et cetera, et cetera, with those of us that are way back in the dark ages. Um, my question is for someone like me, I have a, a PC. I use um, Microsoft 10, have not upgraded to 11 as yet. Um, what, what's my best for the basic questions like how do I um, make a, an address book with groups? And so I can just press a button and send, put a group into a, uh, my Outlook account. Those kinds of basic questions. What's my, what's my best way for for me to get that information? I no longer can have someone come and sit with me these days. It's not happening as much. But what would you suggest to someone like me, who um, I'm not? I get I get it, but I just want my computer to do what I want it to do when I want it to do it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good question. And sometimes we don't want to to reach out to the Disability Answer Desk just to ask specific uh, questions that we may find to be easy. Now, if you're comfortable with using 
the web even a little bit, going to aka.ms slash dad and finding, for example, the Office Accessibility Center heading. There's a link underneath that heading that uh, will say Accessibility Help for Office. And if I press enter on this, it opens up a new page. And I really like how Microsoft tells us that this is going to open up in a new page because sometimes I'll open pages up in a new page just so I can close them. And then if you use your heading navigation available on your screen reader, you can find uh, Office Accessibility, which is a first option, and then just scroll down. And there's a link that says Get Started with Teams. There's uh, a link that says Get Accessibility Help, for example. And if we go ahead and select Get Accessibility Help, then this takes us to a page that has the title of Use a Screen Reader with Office Apps. And on this page, which I can also include a direct link to this specific page, um, I'm, I'm, I'm taking notes. So Desiree, it'll be a little bit after this call before I get it to you. But I will put this direct link into the after call notes. And when I go here, I see links like Access access, uh, Delve, Excel, Exchange Admin Center, Mail and Calendar for Windows 10, uh, Microsoft Forms. And I can select any of these, Microsoft Planner, Microsoft Stream, Teams, uh, to do, and then Office Mobile app. So there's all of these options that you can choose. So maybe for what you're looking for, if you're an Outlook user, you would select the Outlook link. And that'll give you some tips and tricks for navigating Outlook with a screen reader. In addition to using this resource, because I understand that sometimes people uh, are not comfortable with using the web, don't understand some of the basic keystrokes that someone like myself who's been using a computer for I don't like saying this number 24 years now uh, or so the the I you may not be comfortable with that and I get that there are several resources out there uh, it may I know ACB um, offers the bits group and they can help with uh, basic information technology uh, getting to know your computer and whole foundation we are starting a new thing in the next couple of weeks that will allow you to come and ask your computer questions whether that be iOS Windows Mac or Android and uh, get support on those directly. So there are a lot of different resources out there if you just want to get the basics down. But where I would start is with aka.ms slash dad, which has a lot more information than just the phone number and ways to access disability answer desk. So hopefully that long-winded answer helped a little. All right. Next, we have number ending in 982. Yeah, this is Gerard from Boston. I just want to know what the contact was for the uh, iPhone support. Yeah, so so you need support with your uh, iPhone? Yes. Okay, well, I will get you a phone number in a moment uh, with the phone number for Apple Accessibility, and they can assist you with your phone uh, if you need help with that. And that phone number is... Uh, ooh, I did find it. Eight seven seven two zero four. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Eight. I'm using my stylus. Ah. The it's eight seven. Wave. Yep. Eight seven seven. Yep. Two zero four. Pardon. Two zero four. Two zero four two. What's the last four? Three nine three zero. Three nine three zero. Zero. Okay. Yep, you got. Let me read that back. See if I got this here. Eight seven seven two zero four three nine. No, wait a minute. Yep. Four. Three nine zero zero. Three nine three zero. Well, three nine three zero. Yes, sir. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank mm. you very much. Not a problem. Thank you for joining, and uh, we will be doing some iPhone question and answers next Wednesday with the whole foundation as well. Just so you're aware. 
All right. Next, we have Tanya. Hi. Good afternoon, Michael. Uh, Hi. <laughs> and you too, uh, Desiree? Yes. Okay. Well, I do have a question. I need to know, uh, you know, the um, contact of the disability uh, or accessibility. Um, you did give out that number earlier, and I missed it. I uh, know the eight hundred nine something. Yep. So you're looking for the disability answer desk's phone number, and it's eight hundred nine three six. Okay, nine three six fifty nine hundred five nine zero zero. Five nine zero zero. You got it. Okay. And again, they're available Monday through Friday from six a.m. to ten p.m. and Saturday and Sunday uh, from <clears throat> seven a.m. to six p.m. Pacific time. We have no more hands at this time. Oh boy. Okay. Well, if anyone ready to fill us- some dead air. Uh, like always, I'm, I'm good at that. I don't like that dead air thing. Uh, <laughs> so if you have any other questions, as you can hear, I'm I'm willing to find phone numbers for companies I didn't talk about today. Uh, and I'm also able to help you with some of your Windows questions. If you have any specific questions, feel free to raise your hand. And now, if you decide you need to get into contact with Michael after, then call Oral Hall Foundation and I will give the information for that towards the end of the call. Exactly. Now, um, and there she goes, throwing me off on what I was going to say. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Appreciate it. So, uh, wing, one thing to be aware of, because I've, I've been asked this question a couple of times, is Windows 11 uh, able to be updated to? Or do I have anything to worry about with a screen reader if I upgraded to Windows 11? And I've told people that I've been running Windows 11 since July of uh, last year when it was in beta. And aside from little things that you get even on Windows Windows 10, uh, Windows 11 isn't a horrible experience and it's well worth the upgrade. Um, And they are making improvements every update that we go because I was just getting ready to uh, demonstrate something with the Windows start menu. And in the beta that I'm in, they fixed it. So I can't, I'm I'm thankful that I can't show that to you. Uh, So they, they are working on improving accessibility for Windows products and improving the usability for the products as well. Now, uh, if you have any questions, feel free to ask. And I am going to jump over here and grab. Such a quiet audience we have. I know. They just want to see the ability that we have to fill dead air. <laughs> Dude. Oh, so, we got somebody. We've got a guinea pig. Ooh, ooh, go ahead. Go ahead. We got two of them. <laughs> Yay. Who's first? Hi. My name uh, is Restoria. I um have some vision, but I'm trying to learn how to use voiceover more you know and everything which one of the three is the easiest and which one doesn't change much when you go from the regular app to uh voiceover yeah so if if i'm understanding correctly and and correct me if i'm wrong because you said voiceover and voiceover is only available on on the mac or on the iphone now are you are you using windows or not I'm using Windows. Okay. So I personally think for someone just getting started, the best tool to experience and to and to try out is going to be Narrator. And the reason I say Narrator is because it's already built into any Windows 10 or 11 computer. And the experience navigating your Windows computer would be similar to what the experience would be like if you're navigating on an iPhone with a keyboard. So a real quick recap in order to start Narrator and jump in with both feet first and get access to a demo, a demo of how to use Narrator and uh, what the guide is, is to press Control, which is usually the lower left-hand button. Hold that down while you press the Windows logo key 
and then press the enter key at the same time. So you're pressing all three keys and then release them. And that'll turn on narrator and get started. Uh, you'll get you'll be greeted, if I remember right, with a male voice by default. And you can go in and configure narrator in order to set it up the way you would like it to be set up. And then again, aka.ms slash dad uh, can help you with some tutorials. And I'm making a note to myself to uh, send info for narrator in the after call notes that you can get access to. Desiree will share with you about that towards the end of the call. Okay. Yes. All right. And All right. Des We've next. got Autumn. Hello, Autumn. Wait, you're, you're, there you uh -oh. go. Hi. Um, I am currently still a magnification user mm -hmm. and I have Windows 10, which uh, I have found kind of difficult um, transitioning to. But I, the main issue I'm having is um, I can't seem to find any magnification settings that are easy for me to see. Um, and currently I had the screen uh, fixed and when I received the computer back, um, now I can't see the setting the way they are. The magnification settings I can't see in order to change them to a better setting. So is that something that the, the phone number would be able to assist me with? It certainly is. Um, they would be able to help you with uh, getting into your computer and getting the magnification set up to way the to to the way that you want to see it. Now, one tip for you, and I don't know if you knew this, is if you do Control Windows M for magnifier, this opens magnifier settings. And then if you press the space bar, then this turns magnification on for you. Um, and I don't know if that would help you with being able to see the magnification settings or not. Can you repeat that? Sorry, I yeah. didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, nope, no problem. It's You hold the control key down, hold the Windows key down, and tap the letter M and then release them all. Give it a second to come up. And then the first option is magnifier and it'll say off. If you press the space bar, that'll turn magnifier on. That's on or off. Yeah, it's yep. automatically on. Okay, okay. But it's just um, the settings aren't. I can't really see it. Well, I, I, I definitely get it. So yeah, I would give Disability Answer Desk a call and they can help you. Um, unfortunately, magnification is one of the tools I have no experience with because I, I, I can't use it. So I don't even see the differences. But I guarantee if you reach out to Disability Answer Desk, they'll be able to provide you some uh, uh, more direct support and give you some keystrokes that will be able to help you with being, uh, being able to customize that magnification to your needs. Great. Okay. Thank you. No problem, Autumn. And thank you for uh, uh, helping us fill some some dead air. <laughs> Appreciate it with your question. Oh, look, more dead air. Any questions? Yay, Yay. more dead <laughs> air. <laughs> um, so while we're waiting to see if there's any more questions, because we've got about another 15 minutes or so, um, I, I do want to re-emphasize the fact that if you are using... Well, let me give you a quick navigation tip. And I do hear, I did hear we have a hand, so I'll get to that in a quick moment. If you don't want to search with, with Alt plus Q to find the menu option, and you simply want to explore the menus, uh, one thing that I learned about navigating in Microsoft Office is if you press the Alt key, you'll hear something that says Home. And you can tap the right arrow key, and you'll hear Insert, Draw, Design, um, layout, etc. So if I go down to the insert tab by pressing the left arrow key until I hear it say insert, in order to open this, the best experience while using the ribbon is to press your down arrow key. This will then open the uh, ribbon and you can use your tab key then to tab through different options. And I think I just... Uh, do, 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 hold on one second. Yep, yep, yep. I gave I gave an incorrect uh, 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 keystroke. So let me rephrase that. Press your Alt key, 
press the right arrow to insert, for example, press enter to open that ribbon, and then use your tab key to go through pages, table, pictures, shapes, etc. So in ribbons, it's important to open the ribbon by pressing enter, and then use the tab key instead of your arrow keys to go through. At least that to me, for me, has been a lot more reliable than using arrow keys. So uh, Desiree, who's the question we have? We have somebody familiar who hails from a very, very strange land. Carrie. I don't know that person. I, I, <laughs> I don't know if we can take her question. Oh, go ahead. Carrie. Wow. No, it, you, would you prefer me calling back you later, Michael? Uh, okay, go ahead, Carrie. <laughs> Help me feel some dead air because you will call me otherwise. <laughs> so the, the insert one key, the keyboard help, which kind of tells you what the keys are, mm-hmm. does that work um, with JAWS on a laptop? And would it be that keyboard specific? Because different laptops have keys in weird places. Yeah. So when I say insert, I mean, and, and that's, thank you for bringing that up. I simply mean the modifier of the screen reader you're using. So uh, in your case, if you're using laptop layout, that would be caps lock and the number one. Um, and so then that will open the key layout or the key help mode. And you can go through and press different keys on your laptop to see what they are. And as long as you don't have a Lenovo laptop like I do that has a numpad that doesn't work as expected, then you'll hear all the keys that that are uh, on that keyboard. And then would that give you the like the function ones on a laptop too? Um, it does on some instances. Let me go ahead and uh, I'm going to... I don't remember one. my new work laptop, what brand yeah. it is. So. Yeah. so I'm going to press insert one or caps lock one. Input learning on. And did you Input hear that? Input learning on. Input yep. learning on. Yep. yep. So now if I press F1. F1. F2. F3. So it'll tell me what those are. Now, if I press Control. the function F1. Volume mute. Oh, it does tell me. Volume that down. That is cool. I did not know that. Volume oh, up. Nice. So it is telling me what those are. And that's with narrator. So um, okay. that is cool. Huh. Jaws might work the same. Um, and along with that, is there a quick, like, uh, on a traditional desktop? Because I have not touched a desktop in, like, 10 years <laughs> until I walked into this job last week. Um is there handy uh, volume up and down keys that would work? If your keyboard has it, because with the desktop, you can get a keyboard that has volume keys. Um, that does not come natively on the lap or on the desktop. On the desktop. But okay. I'm going to see. Oh, <laughs> hey. Just a quick tip for people who are curious. If you have input mode on and you're using narrator and you press control windows enter, it will tell you that that exits narrator, but it won't exit it because you're in <laughs> key learning mode. So just wanted to throw that out there. Just learn And that's it real a quick. toggle that that uh, key learning mode is a toggle, correct? So you hit the Ye- same function yep. to get out yep. of it. Yep. Um, so, Carrie, it, I know you're a JAWS user, so I'm going to go ahead yeah. and share this with you. Uh, to search the JAWS keyboard shortcuts, you do insert space, and you'll hear a click, and then you tap the letter J, and that'll put you in a search field. And I typed in volume, and you can turn the system volume up and down by pressing insert space, tapping the letter V, and then tapping the letter S. And then if you use your page up and page down, that'll turn your system volume up and down. So again, that's insert space, V like volume, S like sound, and then page up and page down will turn your uh, system volume up and down. That's nice, but it won't go below 10%. So I got to go the other way because it's so loud. (laughs) Okay, awesome. That's cool. That is cool. So, okay, Um, awesome. Uh, and and if you get it down to 10% and you do insert space VS, you can use your down arrow key and it'll go down by 2% increments. Yeah, but it, it mine won't go below 10%. Though. Uh, I was uh. listening at like five because this is <laughs> annoyingly loud. So yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully that helped a little. Uh, Desiree, do we have any other questions? Uh, at this time, we do not. Okay. Well... Let's see if I can fill five minutes of. Oh oh oh! oh. We we got see? we got one. See, that's uh-huh. all we have to do is threaten for me to fill up time. <laughs> Who do we have? We have number ending in five one seven. Hi, my name is Mary Beth. I used to be a teacher. I understand that dead air thing going on. Um, <laughs> Hi, Mary Beth. Thank I, you. I, <laughs> 
have this question. It's one of those questions that you that I always hesitate to ask because I think I should know this, but I don't, and I, and it doesn't annoy me until it annoys me, and then I forget about it. You know, how in Windows 10, when you open up a MS Word document, there'll be all that stuff on the on the left side. You know, that talks about an outline and this and that. Not that instead of a uh, blank the document, so sometimes yep. open. Yep. How do I get rid of that? <laughs> Give me a quick moment because I know how to do it, but I don't know how to do it off the top oh, of my head. My hero. <laughs> I hate that. And I just, <laughs> uh, and like I said, I, I, you know, I think I should know how to do this or how to look for it. And actually, if you could tell me that too, it's like, you know, I just, I just ignore it when I write a document and know that it's not going to, it's not going to print out, but it just makes me uh, crazy. Yeah, I, I definitely get that. So where I went is to, if you go, if you press Alt F for file and you go down okay. to options, there okay. is, and I know someone's probably going to raise their hand and tell me exactly where to go, but there's an option to disable backstage and I'll tell you in a moment. Oh, yes. Yep, is it, does that mean disable forever or just for that document? Disable forever. Disable forever. Yep. It's a well, beautiful. At, at least until there's another update. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's good. That was a good cover. So tell you what, I will find it here in a moment and get that information for you. Um, Desiree, thank, while I'm thank looking, you so much. No problem. Uh, while I'm looking for this, Desiree, can you tell people how to get in contact with the whole foundation if they want these notes? I can totally do that. And your um, voice is getting quieter and quieter. Oh, my voice is getting quieter. Is that better? It is. It helps if I talk louder and not, not fade out my voice while I'm talking. <laughs> it just might. Okay. So my turn to have a little dead air. So we are working in conjunction. We are Oral Hall Park. We are working um, in conjunction with ACB of Oregon. Um, so if you would like to get a hold of us, uh, find out more about peer-to-peer -peer support, find out when our classes are, get a schedule, uh, possibly take a blind friendly getaway. You can get a hold of us at 503-668-6195. Our email address is oralhull at gmail.com. That's O-R- a L Hull H U L L at gmail.com, or you can go to our lovely website, which is www.hullpark for the blind.org, H U L L P A R K for the blind.org. Uh, is enough space? Say, say, um, I, I can feel more space if needed. Uh, so I don't have the answer to her question right now, but what I will say is if you call the whole foundation, uh, I can get that for you. Or of course, the disability answer desk is available to help you. Um, I did find out if you were curious how to get the standard save as back uh, for Microsoft Word. Uh, if you go into file and then options, you can go ahead and uh, click on the uh, backstage view and disable that. And let me see, actually. Wait a minute. I may have found it. And it may have been easier than I thought it was going to be. Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. I either broke it or I fixed it. So we're... That did not work. So, uh, yeah, get, reach out to us and we'll get that for you or disability answer. There is a way to disable it. And, uh, yeah, so hopefully that'll eventually help. Um... Now you have me wondering. Uh-oh, that, that's dangerous. So any other questions, quandaries, or conundrums that Michael can perhaps answer for you? Is, uh, we're, we're open. Ooh, we got one. It's for Storia. Yeah, Michael, will you explain 
they say that again, please. Uh, explain what? The say that's how to get to it and put yeah. it back in your... Yeah, so if you want to, and, and I think I may have also found the answer to the other lady's question to him. I'm making the change, and then I will try and see if it works. But if you want to go back to the standard save as dialogue box that you may already be used to, simply, and I did find the answer to her question, simply go up to the file menu option with Alt-F, and then go to more options, and then options. And this will give you a list of different menu uh, or options you can change. Go down to save. And under the save option, there's a checkbox that you have to uncheck that says, um, don't show in backstage when opening or saving. And if you uncheck that, then uh, your your save as will be back to the way you expect it to be uh, when you press F12. And that'll help you with saving your document. And then to the other lady who was curious about how you turn that off, uh, when you open a new Word document, if you, or a, if you open Microsoft Word, if you go up to File, you go to More Options, and then Options. Under the General tab, which is the first tab that you're shown, you press Tab several times, and you can get the checkbox that says... Mm, Give me once. Uh, show the start screen when this application opens or when this application starts. It also has a keystroke of Alt-H. If you uncheck that, then you won't get prompted with that dialog box that comes up and asks if you want to make a resume or a uh, template. It'll just open when you open Microsoft Word. It'll open up to a new document and it will say document one word and you can start typing. And I have disabled this now because I knew how to, I knew it was there somewhere. I just didn't know how to do it. So thank you for asking your question and hopefully that I see no hands. It is officially that time, though. All righty. So hopefully you have some jokes for us, and I'll let you wrap it up. And thank you, Desiree. All right. So for the official ending of things, at this time, we would like to thank our whole foundation contributors and members for without them and their support, we could not bring these calls to you. Hall Foundation sends out post section notes. So if you have any information that you didn't quite get to copy down, they'll get sent out to you if you call the handy dandy number, email, etc. that I have given and will give again in here in a sec. Uh, we also send out a monthly newsletter that have a listing of all the classes we offer for the month as well as in-person activities. Um, I will give you contact information shortly. So get those uh, note-taking devices ready. Uh, upcoming calls for this week, we have tonight, we have from 6 to 7.30, uh, how are you doing and how are you dealing? Uh, for, for folks really struggling and needing a little extra support. Tomorrow at 10 a.m., we have a who was Oral Hallby. It is a history. So you get to find out the history of our park and why it exists and why it's been around for 62 years, believe it or not. On Wednesday at 1 p.m., we are offering a read more books, learn about Kindle. That should be good. And our last class for the week, Thursday, we are offering a spring cleaning, and that too is at 1 p.m. Our in-person upcoming events are a spring fling getaway that is uh, from April 5th to April 8th. Uh, we also have a living with sight loss seminar. And I know it's happening sometime around April 20th. I don't have the correct dates, but think April 20th. It is a two-night, three-day uh, stay held at our oral, uh, our, I can read, park facility in Sandy, Oregon. And Sandy is about mm, an hour, hour outside of Portland, Oregon. We welcome anyone who wants to continue living their life despite sight loss as independently as they choose. And yes, it's a choice how dependent you want to be. Um, we offer uh, several other in-person 
retreats uh, scheduled throughout the year, spring, summer, fall, winter, like all year long. There's always something going on. If you're looking for peer-to-peer support, whether you've got another gadget question, device question, or other accessibility sort of question, it can be like, how do I access labels or um, what about clothing? Any kind of, you know, blind anything. That's what peer-to-peer support is there to help you with. Or if you'd like to receive the newsletter or our uh, information for our list of Zoom calls, because not every call goes out on ACB radio. Ways to get in touch. You ready again, folks? 503-668-6195. The number again is 503-668-6195. The email address is oralhull at gmail.com. O-R-A-L-H-U-L-L at gmail.com. So please come join us. We've got many programs, many things. Um, Let's see. The last two things that we usually do on our call is a a joke and a point to ponder. So are you ready to get those groans ready? How many programmers does it take to change a light bulb? None, because it's a hardware problem. (laughs) Uh, That's a good one. All right, our point to ponder brought to you by Lyndon B. Johnson. I was very interested. I was like, well, I don't think of him much as a president, but apparently had some pretty wise things to say. If future generations are to remember us more with gratitude than sorrow, we must achieve more than just the miracles of technology. We must also leave them a glimpse of the world as it was created, not just as it looked when we got through with it. And that was perfect timing. So thank you, Desiree, and thank whole foundation and ACB Media. <laughs>